Hello everyone, I'm Matt Berry. And this is the fifth episode of a series of conversations with Jean-Michel Jarre at his studio in Paris. Today, we'll be talking about Planet Jarre and Equinox Infinity. Okay, so Planet Jarre, which is literally a record of a recording you did in 1968, all the way through until the last recordings, I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's, yeah, the, exactly, first, that's exactly. the first one. Yeah, exactly. Right all the way until... Yeah. And that was... Was that your idea? Was that something that you wanted to do? To tell the truth, I mean, the compilation album is never an artist idea. Mm. It's always coming from the record company. And, and they say, okay, when they approached me and we had, had this deal with the record company by doing one compilation. And, and to tell you the truth, I hate compilation al- albums. Yeah. I think they are, they are like... It's, for me, it's like taking chapters of different books in the same book. That doesn't make sense, except if you are just doing al- albums. Uh, I don't know, like uh, Julio Iglesias or Frank Sinatra, just a series of songs, but yeah. not with a concept. A compilation uh, from Pink Floyd for me doesn't really make sense because mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, the, each album they have their own uh, identity. Uh, having said that, I said, okay, if we do something, we have to think in a different way. And then I went with this uh, this uh, idea. I mean. Th- they were all talking about this idea of Planet Jar. I was not necessarily a big fan of the, of the, the title, except, except the fact that I thought it's, it's actually quite relevant of the inner world. Uh, everybody has his or her own planet. It's her own world. And then it's, it's okay. And then why not dividing this, uh, uh, planet in different territories, different continents? And, and looking and thinking back to my work, I realized that I have four different approaches in music, in writing music. One is uh, coming probably from my um, heritage from uh, from classical music and, and also influence from movies and soundtracks and uh, this kind of long ambient kind of uh, moods, a little bit like the uh, Oxygen Part 1, yeah. where where you have no, no real beats, but it's really much more kind of soundscapes. And then I call this, this first part soundscapes. And then I, I choose through the different albums, different, different parts of that kind that I, I try to mix f- together to create a kind of album on its own. Yeah. And these four different categories, these, these four different styles of music, I tried to conceive four different albums, four different vinyls, because it's a, f- a project with four vinyls and two CDs. And, so I would say vinyl one or part one is the soundscape. The, the, the second approach I have for, uh, regarding music is, uh, the melody. I always consider that the most important, and this is fundamentally something totally different from Xenakis we were talking about before. Mm. I always been convinced that the most important thing in music is, uh, is, is the melody. Yeah. And then I, I know that sometimes I start from a simple melody. Uh, from a keyboard or from a, any kind of instruments and then doing the whole arrangement and the whole song around. So that's a different category that I actually simply call the themes. And I, I try to find something that could also still work together for, for making an album on its own. Then the third approach is actually the, something we discussed previously, what is probably part of uh, what makes the DNA of electronic music is the, this, this kind of repetitive, uh, hypnotic type of sequences 
around which you, you, you create the arrangement and everything, this kind of repetitive type of, uh, of patterns. And then I call this part sequences. And then I, I try to find in, in, uh, in different albums, the different sequences I could, could work together. And the, the fourth one, is actually linked to my link with the Music Research Center, the GRM and the electroacoustic music. I mean, the idea that sometimes I'm starting from raw sounds by, I mean, taking a microphone and tape recorder and going out, recording the sound of the, of the, the rain, the sound of the car, the engine, and then going back to the studio and doing music with it. That was the, the first way I was when I started uh, electronic music. And then nowadays with samplers, you are doing more or less the same. So this, this last part, I, I called it um, explorations and uh, early works because the early works I started m far before oxygen using this process that, uh, uh, that was the, the, the it was the, the main way of doing music in uh, the music research center in, uh, with Schaeffer and Pierre Henry and all that. And also later on, uh, with uh, albums such as Zuluk or even Souvenir of China when I mixed uh, some uh, camera clicks or things like this. I mean, every, every I try to find lots of songs, a uh, piece of music that I, where I use this kind of uh, approach. And then that is the fourth part of the fourth album. Yeah. So the way that it could be satisfying for you to do a best of compilation would be to have it, um, to give it some themes. Yes. To have a theme for each. Yeah. Then, then, uh, yes. Actually, I, I never, I didn't think about that. But actually, again, then it for me it makes sense because I, I, I recreated a kind of concept for each part. Yeah. So it's actually four concept albums and not just a series of songs. Okay. And I think it, I think it does work. Yeah. And sure. I, that was totally. Uh, so it was uh, a creative process was involved because it was quite subjective. And maybe some people would say, why not this part or that part? But it, just because it was not matching the rest of the album. Yeah. Okay. And there is a four vinyl version, isn't there? Which I suppose leads us then to vinyl artwork and your artwork in general. And you started off with the artist Michael Granger, who did mm -hmm. your first two. And then he did Rendezvous, didn't he? And then yeah. some others afterwards. Why did you choose his image initially? Actually, I, I, uh, I chose the uh, Michel Granger artwork. I mean, by by actually by coincidence, when I was recording what would become Oxygen, I had the idea of this title. I was quite uh, involved in uh, in environment at that time, and it was not that popular. We were not that many to think about that. And then I passed by a, a, an art gallery in Paris and I, I suddenly f saw this image and it was just a, an exhibition of somebody I didn't know, a young painter. And I went into it and it was just, just, uh, the, the gallery just opened the week before. So it was still really virgin and it wasn't, and I asked, I asked what, what it was. I met the guy, uh, and I met, uh, I met Michel Granger and then I, I bought the, the painting. Yeah. And I, I said that is going to be the cover of my album because it's exactly what I want to express and it yeah. fits, it fits really that. And then we, we were both thinking the same thing about the environment and all that. So we became in, instant uh, friends. And then that our relationship started like this. And then after that, he had, he had such a very 
unusual and specific style that I thought it was it could be very 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 nice to use that. And the same thing with Equinox. That uh, had he, he already painted that image, the Equinox image, before you used that. So the that. Equinox painting, I, I I went back to him saying, "This is what I want to to achieve." What and maybe you should do something. And he he showed me something that was not finished. Right. And uh, and said, "That's great. It's exactly what what it means because it's so strange. Because it's, I always thought that which is really cool is when when." Um, uh, the uh, the illustration of an artwork uh, cover is not just an illustration of the title that would have been purely rock or pop is you you have an album called oxygen and you have an oxygen mask or you have a bottle of oxygen yeah but having the the earth with a skull means a lot about oxygen but it's actually enriching the title yeah. And the same with Equinox. Equinox, you could have uh, the sun by half or whatever, yeah. I mean, planet and something. But having people watching, watching you uh, and watching, so you don't know if they're watching you or watching the sky or watching something, a phenomenon. Yeah. But, and, and also these strange creatures some, seem to me much more, much more interesting, intriguing. Because it's called stage fright, isn't it? The pitch in Le Trac, that's the. Yes, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. Because actually it was, it was, uh, then he originally did that and then he changed that because now it's called Equinox. But yeah. the original title, his working title was that because he was some, something, uh, uh, I mean, an audience looking at the artist. And because also it was in days where I was thinking about La Concorde and, 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 and also the, my own, own fear about going on stage with something I, I with these instruments and, and something I never did before was, was, uh, uh, it, it was working on, on, for different reasons. Yeah. And so I know that you have a theory about the vinyl, so I'm, I'm well, curious to listen to it. <laughs> no, it's just that I, I don't know. I think the record buying public, the, you know, the sort of generation of downloading may have got fed up with having literally nothing for their money, you know, in terms of something being downloaded which is quite quite normal because they don't pay that much so it's uh, quite relevant that they don't have nothing yeah and <laughs> but the I, downside I of that is like and also no artwork sure i mean i remember my cousin um when he downloaded um nirvana's nevermind mm -hmm. and i said it's a great album cover i haven't seen the album i don't care what the album Do you know, there's a massive part of that you know yeah, sure. experience that was kind of missing and I don't know. I, I just think that one of the reasons, you know, there's a whole bunch of reasons, but one of the reasons why I think vinyl is coming back and is being, you know, and is exciting to young people again is that simple fact of having something for your money now. Of course. Yeah. And here is Planet Jar, and there's four albums, and there's a lot to look at because the vinyl you said has a booklet and has all, you know, all kinds of things. Yeah. And I, I, I just, I mean, that's just my, you know, personal. No, I think you're right. I think it's very interesting because you know that there is a very interesting, uh, so very recently that showing that 60% uh, of um, vinyls being bought are never played. Right. It means that people are downloading the music and then they are having the, the, the vinyls in their hands to, to actually watching the artwork and, and enjoying what we were doing in yeah. back in time by playing the actual vinyl, and while it was playing, we were, were 
looking at the lyrics or looking at the artwork and having this uh, kind of uh, sensual contact with the with the music and with the, yeah. with the artist and now it's uh, still the same except now they are people are the downloading and, and they just, just just they have they have the the the, the visual experience the visual experience but it's the reason why that it's uh, the artwork is going back big time and mm. is more and more important and and uh, this is the reason why I, I always took care of uh, of uh, artwork but these days i'm i'm particularly uh, uh, focused on that and yeah. uh, if we if we take uh, the example of my next studio album which is also linked to equinox i mean i'm particularly uh, happy with the the artwork because i i, I I think I tried to push actually the 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 idea so much that actually for the first time in my life I started this uh, a project from the artwork. Right. And uh, actually the the uh, this next project is a, is a kind of sequel of Equinox it's called Equinox Infinity. Yeah. And I, I approached that almost like a movie. And instead of having Equinox two and all that, you know, yeah. I I always loved the sequels. I thought that sequels are are quite cool. Uh, in literature, in movies, for, for TV series. It doesn't really exist in music. And uh, when I was doing Oxygen and Equinox with this part and said, like, it's like a book, I would like in my life being able to do a sequel for that. And then I did that for Oxygen. I didn't want necessarily to do this for Equinox, but suddenly I had the idea because it's the, also the 40th anniversary of Equinox. So the record company said, ah, oh, we should do something. And suddenly I, it became really clear that I would like to do a project starting from the cover. Yeah. And then this, this cover by uh, Michel Granger with these very strange creatures. I said, these, these, these creatures with time, I think watching me and watching us is actually like the technology is watching us more and more with, uh, with CCTV, but also with uh, uh, artificial intelligence. And what about, uh, what, what happened to these guys? Uh, today and also what what would happen to them in 40 years from now so the first working title was uh, equinox 2058 right. and then I I, 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 I I then I changed it for uh, equinox infinity and uh, and then I started I, I worked with uh, with a very good uh, very interesting uh, artist from Czechy from Prague that I found on on the net and uh, very talented 3d uh, graphic artist. And then I had this idea of uh, having uh, some cover, some some artwork, quite a precise idea of the two, the artworks I wanted. And then I asked him to 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 work on that, and it was beyond my expectations. It was exactly what I wanted. And I said, okay, I would like to release this album, the same music, but with two different covers, so people will have the choice buying the CD or the uh, the vinyl, cho choosing one or the other. Yeah, and it will be exactly the same music, but with two different covers. But in days where everything, before you could do anything, but now everything being so uh, organized and so uh, so automatic in a sense. And so uh, I didn't know if the, the record company could have the same uh, code on the on the album. And by by chance, we, we, we found the solution. So actually, this album is going to, to be released officially with two different covers. Okay. And, and then to push actually even more this uh, artwork experience. And, uh, and also to, to have a declination of this, uh, this character, this character in lots of different situations. And, uh, then talking about Michel Granger, of course, I went back to him saying, could you allow, would you allow me to, to, uh, 
to take your character and, and doing something else in, uh, in 3D and all that. And he's been kind enough to accept that. And I, I, I'm really happy with these covers. I think that is for me really creating the link of the magic we, we all love with, with uh, artwork saying, wow, it's a real st- graphic statement and yeah. it gives you a, a real idea of, and I got this, uh, graph, this, uh, artwork because beginning when I be, uh, started the project, I started the visuals first. So I had the visuals when I was writing the music all the time, every day. Right. So I, I really did a, a kind of soundtrack off the cover yeah. of the, of, of the so characters. So you had it sort of projected up or on a Yes, on the computer, while you, yeah, yes, yeah. while I was uh, working. And uh, it's, of course, the first time that I ever did that. Yeah. And, and it's a very interesting experience. And it's going back to what we were saying about the importance of the visuals, of the, of the artwork. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So tell us more about Equinox Infinity musically. What have you done? I've been very interested by um, uh, the the new Blade Runner. When I when I heard the soundtrack, I thought about it was Vangelis with today. Yeah, and I I, I thought about uh, doing Equinox on steroids in a sense uh, with uh, the the power we can have these days in terms of of uh, of music using also the, the, the kind of cinematic approach of, uh, the, for me, the first, uh, the first part is, uh, like a trailer for the album almost. And then I, I really approached that by keeping the, some of the DNA of the, of, of the, of the music. I mean, Equinox was based on the, on, I said uh, oxygen is more ethereal and more linked, of course, with air, uh, not the band, but the, the element. And, uh, and uh, where Equinox is more, uh, liquid and is more attached to water. Yeah. And then I, 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 I kept that. It's an also a wet album. It's an album linked with uh, water and liquid and having this kind of, uh, uh, texture. But also, uh, the way uh, it's a very melodic album, Equinox. Lots yeah. of melodies, even more than, uh, even more than uh, oxygen. Yeah. So I tried to, to also, and, and this one, Equinox Infinity, is a very melodic album. Almost every part is quite, uh, quite melodic, but also, uh, I think it's very contemporary in terms of, of sounds. Yeah. So I try to say, okay, if I was, if I had to do today, the first Equinox, uh, w- what kind of instruments I, I, I would use? So rather than trying to do just a vintage approach of redoing Second Equinox with the same instruments. I, I, of course, use the, the instruments like the CS80, for instance, was a big instrument for the, for the first one. So I used it a lot for the second one. Also, uh, uh, the R2600 a lot also. And, uh, and also the, the, uh, all the uh, VCS3 AKS. And then I, I really built the old, the old project, not trying to copy the structure, but, but actually trying to create the same kind of evolution over the album. Right, okay. And I think it was, and, and then why Equinox Infinity? Because I, actually the last track is called Equinox Infinity because I'm, I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'm talking to uh, about it anyway. Because the, the idea would be, because it's also linked with uh, artificial intelligence, the future of technology and, and all that. And then I, I'm working with um, some people in America where they have developed an, an algorithm to propose from let's say that for instance i'm going to give them a kind of ecosystem with lots of different elements yeah all these elements should work together and whatever the order it works 
And then uh, we are planning to release an app uh, with them where you have the, the version of the album, but actually by using the app, you can actually have these all elements random in different different ways. So it's, it's the first step of, uh, of artificial intelligence uh, implication because I'm, unfortunately, I was ready to push much more collaboration with uh, artificial intelligence. Maybe it would be for the next electronic album, but it was too soon because at the moment, or you can... So, what so you would compose individual things, put that data into a computer, then let the computer... So uh, well, the, the Equinox Infinity in the album is actually a structured existing track. Yeah. Existing with lots of things happening. And all these, these elements are in terms of uh, pitch and uh, beats. They all work together. Right. I, and then I put them in a certain order that I decided. But now this order can be absolutely mixed and, and changed in a random way. And it may work. Okay. And, and then we are experimenting this where, where the, the algorithm is going to, if you, you will go to the, to the app and then you push play and then you don't know in which order everything will happen. So actually, basically you could, where, where the name infinity having an infinity of possibility or close to infinite, uh, infinite possibilities. Wow. Okay. So in terms of a nod, to the 1978 album is there certain sounds that you've used again or certain things that one might recognize from yes i think that uh, i uh, used some um, eminent sequences like in the in the first one yeah uh, some arp sequences arp 2600 also sequences some sounds i as i said about the from the yamaha cs80 which fantastic instrument probably one of the best analog instruments ever made and very difficult to maintain. I mean, Patrick spent a lot of time to, to make it work. And actually it's now out of pitch because it doesn't work. And then I had to double it with something right in pitch, but I kept the even out of tune. It was okay. even slightly, but it keeps, it keeps, it gives something quite interesting. And then, uh, then I kept, I kept that. And, uh, also, uh, all kinds of wind noises I did with, uh, the ARP and, uh, uh, AKS. So you have lots of uh, elements. Uh, that I use from the first one. Right. And also talking about the titles, the main difference is actually this this time, because I, I started from a kind of scenario or script for the for the first time, not the first time, but but for, for Equinox, I have a title per per track. Oh so you've gone but, back to right. Yeah, but even if the old the old album is uh, an album, I, I put the titles and in uh, quotes, I put movement one, movement two, movement three, four, five. So I keep the, the same, the same idea, but each movement has a proper title because I thought it was, it would work with the, uh, this kind of scenario I had, like doing a soundtrack, yeah. imaginary soundtracks based on the characters. So I, I think it was quite fun for a change to have titles per part because that was okay f because of the way I started the old concept for this album. Yeah, and there's eight movements. Is there like the first ten. one? Oh, there's ten. Yeah, this is ten, even more. Okay. You have two bonus. <laughs> no, it's actually ten. Ten because I, you know, you know why? Because you were mentioning about the um, band in the rain. Yeah. And uh, the band in the rain is, has been called, as I told you, after Equinox, because Equinox was, Equinox part eight was with band in the rain and another track. And then I wanted, to, when I wanted to use band in the rain 
on its own. It was part of part eight. It was strange. Then it became Band of the Rain. And I realized that there is a, a similar situation in the new equinox. I said, it's, if it's in the same part, it's going to be a problem. So I, I, I divided all, all this with also proper titles. And, and, and each title is linked to a kind of, the kind of scenario and script, uh, linked to the, the these, uh, watches. And I really would like maybe to have a, I don't know, kind of, uh, comic book or, or, or animation about, about this kind of scenario, so-called. Yeah. So you didn't think about using symbols instead of album title, instead of, sorry, uh, track titles. What, for instance? So you, movement one, instead of being called movement one, could just be like a, a shape, different yeah. shapes for each thing. Yeah, that, 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 that could be, that could be possible. But now you have, you are more and more trapped in the modern days with, uh, uh, the fact that every record company and everything has to, to have a recognizable oh, words. Yeah. And then you're trapped with all these things. I mean, it's, it's strange how technology is pushing boundaries on one side, but limiting, and that was the conversation we had at lunchtime, yeah. limiting us so much. We are much less free yeah. than before. I mean, now you can, for instance, I give you an example, and that was something that we had to face two days ago. I did this album, and for me, the al album is a continuous mix, it's a continuous story. But because of Spotify and, uh, and all the digital platform where you can buy or stream one track, I, I suddenly realized that when we are dividing that, you, you, the, each part, each part, each, uh, each part was finishing by, uh, because it's, it was, you had no end. Yeah. So we had to redo everything for the digital platforms to have small, I mean, short fade outs, fade out. yeah, yeah. uh, to make it. The problem is if, for instance, you go to, uh, to a platform such as iTunes, the reason why that I put a continuous mix version, so they will have the album version, continuous mix. But if you take the whole album, just track by track, yeah. and you listen to them, you will have fade out between each part, right. which I don't like. But you know, this is a very good example of how technology is limiting us. You can't do anything. You have lots of examples like that. For instance, if you go to iTunes with an album, one track, yeah, like Prince did a long time ago, uh, where you have, you say, okay, my album is a concept. It's just, it's just one, one track of 40 minutes. You can't do that because one track is an EP. Yeah. And, and they, this album will be sold for 79 pence or whatever. Not seven, then 72, two pounds. Oh, right. Okay. Instead of oh, nine, yeah, nine, yeah. 99, 999. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then of course the record company will not accept that. Yeah. So, you know, in, there is a lot, you have a lot of examples like that where digital technology is limiting creativity. Yeah. And also this is for commer for for commercial reasons, but you have other things that are just just because of the technology in, in uh, used, you can't do certain things. Yeah. No, that is interesting. So for Equinox Infinity, you would would you plan to do that um as a sort of twin with the first eight? Or this is a completely separate thing, like you did with Oxygen, where you had all, all you know, sort of all three as one piece, and then kind of had it as one piece. Would you do the same thing? Uh, yes, they're they're going. To, we are going to release a box set with uh, the two albums in the same box. Right. But for me, the difference with uh, Oxygen is uh, Equinox Infinity is not following 
is not a, a sequel just of the first one. It's a yeah. sequel in terms of the fact that it's the same, belonging to the same equinox world, but it's not like equinox where the, the beginning of one is uh, after the end of the previous one. Not at all. Okay. Something different. Another link I have, which is something I, I really like, actually, the first uh, cover, the back, the back photo of the first cover was from Helmut Newton. And then this one, I said, uh, because we, 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 uh, we were good friends with Peter Lindbergh for years because he was just living on the other side here. And then I always said, if I do a second equinox, I will also try to get another great talented German photographer. And then the second, the second one, Equinox Infinity, the cover, the back cover is from Peter Lindbergh. So it's a very nice and the same kind of concept that, uh, Helmut Newton did in back in time. So it's another link, visual link with the. That's uh, not the, the one where album. you're wearing the gray sort of bomber jacket. No, it's the, it's a, it's oh, a, just the the, yeah, the very, very close yeah. up with a, a night and day. Yeah. That uh, Helmut did. And, and what uh, Peter Lindbergh said without knowing anything, he did a series of photos and one is very close to that. So we, we are using this one as, oh, as great. a photo. Oh, that's interesting. Quite, uh, and is there any, is there any outtakes from the first? Um, no. Uh, yeah, maybe some of it, but that we we haven't put yet in. Maybe that would be for the future. But I, I wanted to keep this pure, in a sense. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We'll be back in the studio with Jean-Michel Jarre next week for another episode.